Lois, I'm the scat man. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, a TV show on ABC Family, which is now called Freeform. Brenda Hampton made the show, and it's a teen drama about teens. I'm Sam Canning, aka Dr. Denim. And I'm Jordan Canning. Ow. Okay. Ow. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this episode. Me neither. Can we talk can we, about Can we talk about Great British Bake Off? Please talk instead? about the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> can we just skip this week? All right, real quick, real, real fucking quick. I've been watching season three of Great British Bake Off. It's a season very six. Very good, it's season six. Season six. Season Netflix three on calls Netflix. it season three, but it's not. It's very good. Nadia's very good. Alvin's very good. I won't say. Please who don't got spoil g- it. He hasn't seen the whole thing. I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't know who wins. I really like all the all the bakers, even the guy who wouldn't take his stupid hat off at the beginning. <laughs> Also, fuck Paul Hollywood. He can he can eat my dick. His real name is Paul Hollywood. His name is Paul Hollywood, and he goes around. He makes like dude. Do you, his do you know what his dad's name was? It's he is. I don't know if his dad's still alive. It's uh, Saul Hollywood. It's John F. Hollywood. God damn! It sounds like the guy who founded Hollywood. <laughs> that sounds I, like a fucking joke. Like like oh how's it go? Oh hey, nice to see you, John, John F. Hollywood. Hollywood. Like your friend. Yeah. Like gets into like acting moves, or whatever, and, yeah. then they, and then they've changed, and you're like, "Hey, John F. Hollywood." I fucking fuck hate you. Paul because he walks around from table to table, and it's his twisted pleasure to go like, "Oh, that's not how I do that." <laughs> and then they're like, "Uh," and then they I get didn't second. know Paul was one of the Beatles. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know his dumb voice. I hate his stupid accent, but he's just such a jerk. He's just like, he's just like, "Oh, I don't know about that ingredient. That seems like it'd be disgusting." And then they're yeah. like, "Uh." Fuck you, Paul Hollywood. Yeah, anyway. and then he eats it, and he's like, I don't know why you didn't put more of the pepperoni <laughs> yeah, in your ice cream. Yeah, I hate him. Anyway, I, we, yeah. we all but have Mary soggy bottoms. We all have soggy bottoms. Uh, and Beautifully and, crisp. Uh, and our bottoms are beautiful. Absolutely crisp. scrummy. We are all scrummy. It's the best show. Let's talk it's, about the worst show. Okay. Uh, it's season four, is, episode four, One Foot Out the Door. This is an episode... Another control C, control V of an episode where like half of the plot is just the same scene over and over again, and I hate it. What did you think of the episode, Jordan? It's ow. Yeah, yeah. I oh, uh, this episode uh, was written by oh shit. We're doing everything out of order. Title watch. One uh, foot out the door. This door. It's door watch 2019 because they're Ser- all doors. Seriously, fucking every episode has to do with a door or a wall. Break on through I, to the other side. I don't know why. Um, I I appreciate the reference to the song "Hum Hallelujah" by Fall Out Boy, but I don't. Did see I the did I get the reference here. right? Um, yeah, the Doors okay, cool. did that song, I think, and that think song so. is called "Break on Break Through on the Wall through. to the Other Side." It's called um, "Hold the Door to the, to the Other Side." Yeah, I don't understand the title. This episode was written by Paul Perlov and directed by Gail Bradley. Can you tell that it's directed t- by pa- written by Paul Perlov because I it's can a tell, fucking here's miserable, like, horrible here's time? I can tell how it's Paul Perlov. Number one, Amy sucks. Welcome Paul- back to Paul's World, baby! Paul hates Amy. Paul hates women. Yes. Paul hates 
not going to college. Dude, fucking last episode we were talking about we stand a mature Queen Amy, and then the fucking first episode of the season written by someone who's not Brenda Hampton, it's Paul Perlove, and Amy is immediately the shittiest, immaturest asshole. I have a theological theory I outlined in the Discord, which is <laughs> I, that uh, that um, Brenda and Paul are sort of two sides of the coin. So Brenda is um hold on because i can't remember the things i wrote hold on give me a second okay so yeah, me, brenda yeah. is vishnu uh-huh she is the creator she is the maintainer and she is the preserver and paul is shiva the destroyer but like in in like hindu theology and you can correct me if i'm wrong on this sam because i know you're i'm sure you're not um it's not like he can't like imagine a, why you would be he's not like an aimless destroyer he's like a tr- he, he destroys to transform and construct but like so he has his own, Paul's vision, Paul's world, is not Brenda's vision. So he wants Amy to suck, and he wants Ben to be, like, the main character or something. Because he's <laughs> or just something. the worst. He, and he, he doesn't know what he wants. No, sorry, that's the opposite of what you're saying. He knows he, exactly He, what he hates all the women just, on the we show. We just can't conceive of it. And he wants um, Ben, he wants Jack and Madison to be together, I guess. God, you know, you know how much I love to tear your theories apart. Uh-huh, you do. So feel this free to confirmed. yes and this one. I mean, it's, there's nothing even... It's just yes. It's confirmed. Like, it's true. Yes, and I love it. And, like, Brenda seeks to maintain the status quo. So, like, anytime anything happens, Brenda is so quick to just make it go back to normal and make it a comfortable well, world for Well, by this show's standards. By this show's standard, But, like, you know, that's why That's why any anytime anything happens, it's, like, immediately resolved five seconds later in a sweet monologue or something. <laughs> it's because that's Brenda... Vishnu pre- preserving the status quo. Okay, let's Brenda talk about Vishnu Hampton. They call let's her. just talk about the scene that we're gonna copy paste throughout the episode. Before so, that, before okay. that, before that, before that, I've got mm-hmm. a couple notes on the on the previously, on, the previously on. on. Number one, the first thing that happens is I'm immediately laughing out loud because they're playing this like upbeat Sims Four main menu ass <laughs> music for the previously on, like and and Ricky's like. Jeez, Ben, she just lost a baby. <laughs> so did I. It's so, so weird. And then my second note is that they showed Camille and Leo kissing in the previously on, which means that it's relevant again. Why? Why? So important, Sam. It's like, it's sadly, and I hate to say, it's like top three most important plot lines in season it four is. so far. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> it's because I don't it's, know why, Jordan. It's Brenda's vision. Saying. Why? It's, what else do they? What else are they gonna? Who talk is about? she? Teen stuff? No way, Jose. Oh my god. Okay. So Amy comes home with John, and I am just Im- immediately. It's like here's what the drama for this episode is. Yeah. So the drama is the John. Amy thinks John have fever. And, but oh, that's just my favorite thing is Ricky writes away. He's like, John doesn't seem sick. He's just teething. And he's like this four year old kid. <laughs> this walking, talking boy is teething. He's 25. He's, he's 78 years old. He's the only so old. He's his teeth are falling out. Yeah. He's denturing. Yeah. <laughs> when your dentures grow in. I don't know why works. they don't just call them teeth because yeah, they it's are really just teeth. weird. You get your teeth and then your your adult your teeth fall and then teeth. your dentures come your in. And those teeth, can come your out. Your adult teeth and your elderly teeth. Well, those can come out. Right. Uh, um, so anyway, there there the the drama of this episode that just is right out the gate is like 
Amy and Ricky disagree about whether John is sick and what to do. Amy, get this, Amy is so sure that he's sick, and she, she thinks this is very serious, and Ricky's calm about it. And I wonder what's the canonical who Amy, if Amy is, and Amy's wrong, Amy's, Amy's wrong. wrong, and she wants to take him to the emergency room, and Ricky says that she's acting like a little bit of a... Ricky looks directly at me, the viewer, and says, looks like Amy's one of those moms. No, he uses a, a fun word which is uh is a wikipedia wikipedia tell me how to pronounce this word please mm-hmm. mm. it's not helping me it's not giving me anything a munchausen munchausen i couldn't tell what you were doing there i couldn't says, tell if you were doing like, a bit or if you, first of all first of all you <laughs> you wikipedia words to learn how they're pronounced sometimes it has like the pronunciation i i know i know it's just there's there's other places that are more known for well, if having I look pronunciations no nah, there you just really. you just youtube pronunciation book munchausen and it'll tell you that it's pronounced menclaust and um fed. munchausen is my my favorite it's it's one of the la restaurants that, that, got, that got put <laughs> It got put out of business by uh, Jeff's The Only Bar and Grills, the Munchausen. Munchausen syndrome, by the way, is a thing where you, like, pretend you're sick or something. It does, oh, cool. it, I, I don't think that Munchausen moms is a term, because that doesn't really uh, make sense with what Munchausen syndrome is, but whatever. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Amy, there's a lot of arguing about buying a thermometer, so you can fucking imagine I that don't, in I your... don't fucking know why. Like, just go downstairs. Okay, get but a, get there's this. There's meat thermometer. Just jab that kid. Dude. This is the best part, though, is that throughout this episode, John just does this thing. put a toothpick in him and... He just, he just, like, clasps his hand over his ears and goes, ow, ow. and the, ow. The second he, he did that, I immediately remembered this episode from my first viewing, like, six oh, years God. ago. Because he does it, like, a hundred times. Dude, it's so dumb. Like, can we just fucking spoil the, the thing of it? Oh, the my twist? God. He's, the twist Amy's is Amy's like, ready. oh, no, he has an ear infection and he's gonna fucking die. The and doctor. Goes, no, I'm the, the rational. I know that he yeah. doesn't have an ear infection. And then the they're doctor. raising their voices and talking loudly at each other. And, and then that's John goes, what, ow, ow with his hands over his ears. Because that's what he's, he's hurt by their argument and their words. It's so funny, and I'll just say right now, my my cool teen moment was nothing in the actual episode. <laughs> my cool teen moment was uh, that the little boys who play John were clearly just like having such a fun time acting. Ow! Yeah, Every time it. they do that, ow! They're, they're like visibly smiling and having fun. It's so fun. I love. I love it. I love they're the just gesture. Like, ow! And ow. then he's like, "See, he's in pain." Ow. He's so good. Got like the my baby's dying. Help my son. Oh, but check this out. There's two pieces of drama. Uh, One is that Ricky doesn't think that he needs to go to the emergency room, and which is true and correct. But mm -hmm. Amy's, what if he die? But then when Ricky tries to call uh, Doctor Hightower, who's not in today, he's just like he's just like my wife wanted me to call. And then Amy says, I, I genuinely, I thought that that was a flub that they wrote the wrong line because it took so long for Amy to say something. Amy about like it. gives a look and then he says like, he says like, oh, right. We had an agreement here. No one's, we're not, we're not each other's husband and wife. And then Amy gets mad. 
because Dude, it's so it's do you so remember like dumb. one she, episode ago when she told george like oh that's fine we're in a place in our relationship where we don't need to be married right now but we're that was brenda's vision now well, no, we're no, in paul's world i think i think amy still feels that way because she's just kind of yeah like, that's teasing. true she's, she's like, just being mean called, about it for you no called reason me your wife she's not she's not being mean she's just mad about it she's not mad she she's like just like lightly him. teasing she's, him. She's just like, ah, you called me your wife. She like and then shoved he... him though. She shoved. No, no, no. no before it. that, before that, what instigates that? Because Ricky's reaction is so weird. For the rest of the episode, she's mad, right? Because she's just like, ah, you called me your wife, and then he gets so annoyed. He goes, I didn't call you my wife. You're not my wife. We have an agreement that no one here is ever going to be husband and wife. And then she fucking is like, well, fuck you, dude. All right, Jesus. <laughs> And then she walks away and does a Scrubs Dr. Cox stroll. And then, and then John goes, ow. Ow. Because their parents are fighting. I don't, the, the, the whole thing with Ricky calling her his wife, though, is so. Why it, did he do that? B- because it's. It, 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 Why? Freudian okay. slips, the whole concept of a Freudian slip is that it's like on some level in your brain, that's like what you're thinking. And as we all know, Freud was correct and right about everything. Sure, I don't know that the psychology of the concept of the Freudian slip is correct, but we can assume that that's what they were working with here, right? Yeah. But they, but that's not what is happening, because he clearly doesn't feel that way. He feels the opposite of that way, apparently. So, like, he's not, like, accidentally saying his inner feelings. He's accidentally saying what's in the script. Anyway, do we need to talk more about this scene? Because the rest of the episode is just that. Um, let me see if I had any other. He like tries to make up with Amy. Brings her candy bar. There, there's, there's one other thing we need to mention that comes up again later, which is um, ow, Amy, ow, that that comes up much later, uh, much more later. Um, Amy says that uh, he he's like, oh, if I had known, we gotta rewind a little bit to set this conversation. Yeah, they they, they're just kind of talking about like, oh, is I've I've never gone to the doctor with John. Like, has he ever been sick before? And Amy's like, oh yeah, I mean, I've taken to the doctor a bunch of times. And he's like, oh, I would have gone with you. And then she says that she wouldn't have wanted that because she gets stared at enough when she goes to the doctor with. Oh John. yeah. Because basically, what she's saying is people can tell that she's an unmarried teen mom. But wouldn't being with Ricky and having a dad there, like, help with the public eye? No. Also, like, surely a teenage babysitter has taken a kid to the doctor in history. Probably at some point. But they can all tell that she's not wearing a wedding ring. And also the baby looks just like her. (laughs) True. Uh, So Ricky comes back upstairs with a meat thermometer and jabs it in the john and says, oh, he's ready. He's done. (laughs) He's 160 degrees in the breast. And 180 degrees in the thigh. It's a little, little bit dry. He's, he's got, he, I, I thought, I was really excited because he comes home with like a paper bag and he's like, I have a thermometer. And I was really, really hoping that he would never take anything out of the bag because I was like, please tell me that they just got a paper got bag because it's bag. cheaper than a thermometer. <laughs> Uh, he, he fucking apologizes to Amy without apologizing. He's just like, here's a candy like, bar. Oh, Amy, you know, I didn't mean it. And she's like, Whatever. You know, it was a and then he takes the this opportunity to raise his voice again. He's like, "Then why are you so upset?" Ow! And then John says, "Ow!" over the baby monitor. Oh yeah, he does say it over the. Is it me? I don't know anything about parenting. I didn't think that baby monitors were always two way, so that you can argue with your and let your kid hear you argue. I mean, well, Jordan, yeah, or were they? You don't know anything so... about parenting. Were they? <laughs> if you did, you would know that that's how baby monitors work. <laughs> I always thought baby monitors were the were those tiny little lizards. Nice. <laughs> Took me a second. 
I remember when I was a kid and, uh, and I had you had your monitor. little lizard. I when, when I was a kid and I had my baby monitor when I was seven and uh, mom and dad would just be in their room. They'd just be like giving me like orders, you know, like <laughs> commands, like they'd tell me to sit or stay or whatever. <laughs> and then they'd argue over it. So you could so you could get acclimated to that. And then you'd say, ow. Yeah, and then I would say, yeah. But you were having uh, a great time. Hey, so Leo and Ben are at TGI Fridays. Uh, I hate this scene <laughs> Just so kidding. much. It's a Leo and Ben scene. What do you expect? They're at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. And, uh, you're at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. We, Ben's... You can say whatever you want. We when don't you're care here, how serious or intense or fucked up your conversations are. Come to Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. When you're here, you'll want to leave your family. <laughs> Um, so Ben they, is dude, had. I, I loved how they did this scene though because they're at Jeff's the only bar and grill clearly but they're sitting at a table instead of a booth so they can pretend like it's a different restaurant yeah it's definitely the same restaurant like I can see I this is the same place I'm not I can an idiot. see Jeff in the background he's making you Jim just realize that you have them sitting at a booth every single fucking time and you wanted to change it up they could have been like let's go to Poppy's tacos so uh Ben had a very busy weekend <laughs> Yeah, Adrian knew how to keep that that apple yeah. from going rotten. It's yeah, with Adrian sex. knew exactly what to do with Ben's apple. Leo uh, understands what Ben means about having a busy weekend, and he goes, "Oh, that's good." Like, I Leo, love. You fuck, do you really think that Ben stopped wanting to get divorced over the weekend? Yes. Ben's like, no, Dad, that's not good. And Leo's just like, oh, my teenage son who wants to leave his wife who just lost their baby had lots of sex with her over the weekend. That's wonderful news. We had sex. Lots and lots of sex. God. Um, so, uh, Leo's just like, you're just adding new reasons why you can't get out I, of this marriage now that I, you're having sex I, again. I have, I have so many notes on this scene, and I don't want to miss a fucking second of it because Leo pissed me off so much. You're not a fan of Leo. No, so if, if I if you if you'll let me indulge, just and, indulge, just and just, just go I'll through this scene. If you raise your voice, you know what point. I'll say. So so try to keep it keep keep the decibels low. Yeah. Um. So Ben is explicitly vocally showing regret that he had sex with Adrian over the weekend. He but tells his dad that it was wrong. He says he still wants out, and Leo says, "Doesn't sound like you want out." First of all, I just want to say right now. This is like five minutes into the episode, and I already had written down Leo's name where I write down my least favorite character of the episode, because I knew there was no way that anybody was going to top this. George? And I was right. Uh, so Ben tells his dad that he couldn't say no to Adrian, and Leo says, yes, you could, you just didn't. And now you can add this weekend to the list of reasons you can't get out of this marriage. Holy shit. Thanks, And then Leo. he fucking chuckles. He's like, <laughs> you're really not going anywhere now, Ben. Very cool guy. Like, this Very is cool not dad. fucking funny. This or is a hilarious light. situation. Isn't it so funny when your your son has uh, gets a girl pregnant and then gets married to her and then the baby doesn't live? And then it's very funny when your son doesn't want to be married to that girl anymore. But, but he's still doesn't. having sex with her because he's a horny teenager and so he doesn't know funny. what to do. <laughs> uh, that's when Leo, yeah, Leo's like, did you not understand the vows when you got married? And Ben says, that was then. This is now. And Leo goes, that was forever. And they're seriously going to act like Leo is right about this and Ben's just being a flaky teen. You teens just don't understand the sanctity of your marriage at all. It's very uh, important. Then, that, oh, oh, don't worry. It gets worse, though. No way. Really? Because Ben says, Dad, don't you see how unhappy I am? And Leo literally tells him to choose to be happy instead. Just 
Come on, sweaty, give us a smile. Why don't you just not j- just no? Oh, and then Ben says choosing to be happy means choosing to leave Adrian. And then Leo, uh, tur- just Ruben is there now, and he goes in Leo's oh voice. I'm not going to let you leave Adrian. He says he, he says, says it he's the not same fucking let way. You leave. He says it the same way. Yep. He says it's just a matter of making up your mind that you're going to be happy no matter what. He says you it's mind over matter. That. You can't tell your son that, Leo. He says it's mind over matter. Your ben son's says, a teen. He made a really bad decision. Why does he have to be married to Adrian forever? Ben says, Dad, would you be happier if Betty decided that she doesn't want to be married to you anymore? And Leo says, yes, but there's nothing I can do about that. So why is Betty allowed to want to get divorced, but he's not? Uh, My guess for Leo is that Leo didn't get a prenup. Oh, yeah. Betty wants a divorce, maybe I think I think I may have brought that up last week. I think Leo just doesn't want to lose his money. That's probably true. Then they change the subject to our favorite friend, Camille. Leo is like... I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about what could have been with Camille and Leo, the love story for the ages. Leo's like, Ben, I talked to Camille and you're out of your mind saying she's in love with me. And whatever i i he's guess like, it's cool th- that he's in such massive denial that he's bringing his son down with him he says he's but not they are acting ben. like ben is wrong also yeah yeah well they did kiss but it was a, f- a friend kiss between two friends yeah. um like when i see my friends i always give them a kiss yeah um, uh, leo, leo says that he's not uh, in love with anyone but betty leo says our lives are what they are we're married and that's that and ben says well maybe i can get a divorce and leo says no and then ben says what about <laughs> Why not? an moment which sets Leo up for the funny line of an annulment after last weekend. This is uh, a fucking hey. Westerosi betting ceremony where they're like, well, I don't know. Did you fuck Adrian? I hey. mean, you had a, hmm? I looked into it. Mm-hmm. How annulment law works. How does, al- how does annulment law work, Sam? There are various conditions that you need to be able to prove to a judge okay. uh, to get your marriage legally annulled. Okay. One of the conditions is that you or your spouse was underage at the time. Hmm. This marriage can probably be annulled. Nah, because Leo won't let them. He really wants these kids to be married. For Why does Leo want so badly for his son to stay married? What is in it for him? I don't know, because, 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 oh, because, it's because... Oh, it's, it pol- it's the political, it's Leo, it's Ruben, and the mafia. And... No, 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 because, well, yeah. But also, yeah, no, now you're right. You're That's right. It, I was yeah. gonna say that it's just because he, if he holds Ben to that standard, then, then he can ben... act like that's just the moral standard, and he's not just staying with Betty because he didn't get a prenup. But yeah, you're probably right, it's that. It's, it's um, because it's the marriage of the mafia to the law. Yeah. Um, is that Which it? means everything. Is that yeah, the end that's of the, the end of that horrible scene. Hey, guess where Fuck we are Leo. now? It's back in It's Amy and Ricky. And it's Amy and Ricky time for more of the, the same, same thing it's again. It's the exact same. Oh, but wait. Because because he says, uh, he's like, okay, fine. I'll marry you after we both finish college. And then Amy's like, no, even after college, we're not getting married. And I'm really angry about this for some reason. Next scene. Yeah, that's the end of that scene. <laughs> okay, so now Adrian we're at the condo. Times. Adrian is hanging out with Grace. Uh, and she says... Uh, stop saying you're gonna marry every guy you have sex with. And Grace says, I can't. I'd feel too guilty to the have la- sex The laugh then. track just plays for ten minutes and the audience <laughs> claps and, and then Adrian laughs. Adrian says, if you would feel too guilty to have sex, then stop having sex. And Grace makes, face. And then Adrian says, 
Okay, well then just be honest and admit that you life ha- let you like having you sex life with guys hack that you're every attracted- guy you have sex with. <laughs> that you yeah. life hack your yeah. That you like having sex with guys that you're attracted to who you care about. And Grace says, Ugh, but that doesn't sound it's as so good. bad for my brand. Literally, literally, Grace is like, it's true that I like having sex with guys that I'm attracted to who I care about, but that doesn't sound as good. Like she think it doesn't does it really sound better to like jump from guy to guy and be like and be i'm like, in love i'm gonna marry, marry this guy and then jump Hooray! to the next I, forget i fuck that He's guy the one. i hate that guy i'm in love with this guy now instead of like I'm marry oh you're, this guy i like you and i think you're nice and you're pretty good looking i would like to have sex with you yeah no that's, and that looks really bad sam it's better to want to marry the guy not to keep comparing this show to i guess this would be more of a comparison to a song of ice and fire but this is literally oh the fucking like the fact that she is now like I'm in love and going to marry Daniel is the exact same fucking thing as uh, as Rob Stark and Jane Westerling. That he's like I got horny and had sex and now I'm in love with her. I will break this important political alliance, this important political marriage I hope with this Jack. Goes well, <sighs> yeah. And that's how uh, and that's how uh, Vic Volberg has uh, kills the entire Bowman family. <laughs> <laughs> uh he fly he crashed their plane uh so plane. uh grace is like anyway i'd like to think that any guy i sleep with is gonna stick around which is an incredibly cool thing to think while cheating on grant yeah i was gonna say that would have made sense if maybe grant had cheated on you but you cheated on is she saying like is she saying that like i could have him back whenever i want is because that's fucked up and not good no she's she's saying she's dropped grant she she would assume that grant is going to stick around because she's sleeping with him and now she's sleeping with daniel so she's confident that he's going to stick who are you grace who is this but 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 she she goes not that it's okay to sleep with a guy to get him to stick around and then adrian goes (laughs) i don't oh boy i don't know and then oh but i definitely am not doing that but then her eyes glow white because an idea a light bulb appears above her head and she has a new idea yeah, um, even though Adrian just did like, ooh, I wouldn't do that. She then immediately confesses to ooh, doing I'm that. Ooh, I'm going to do that. Um, Grace is like, do you have a reason to think Ben won't stick around? And then she's like, yeah, I think so. But here's my idea. Okay, and I love this so much, and it makes me genuinely happy for real, I promise. It's so funny. It's So Adrian's plan is that she's going to – so she 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 uh, becomes Madison for a moment, and her or Lauren, sorry. She Detroit becomes Madison. She No, she Detroit becomes Lauren because she's right. just like, I'm yeah. going to go tell Ben that I'm going to cosmetology school in New York, and then I'll see how he reacts. And then uh, Grace says, are you actually – and then she says – no, I just want to see how he reacts to me going away and doing something stupid that's not good for me. Seriously, but 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 not only fuck does she, you, cosmetologists. You're you have made a terrible decision with your not life. Not only does she say that going to cosmetology school would be stupid and not good for her. Oh my she god, says, I hate this show. The, the way that she says that is. I, I'm going to do what you did. Go away and do something stupid that's when not Grace, good for me. When Grace went away to do humanitarian work where she held a bunch of babies and, and resuscitated a, a standing no, man. Not to mention the fact that she wants to be a doctor for her career and she was doing medical work. <laughs> no, she's just holding babies in uh, Zimbabwe. Well, then Grace, Jeff Segate takes pictures of her. Grace very reasonably takes offense at that. She's like, hey, what I did was good for me, and I helped people. And then Adrian says, yeah, you helped Daniel. <laughs> hey! <laughs> a penis so in the So Sexy in the actual cheat. vision of the show, and I remember this happened when, like, Amy got her job, is that if you are a person who's working in a field that doesn't... If you are a teen and you don't go to college, you're making a terrible life decision. 
Yep. Remember when, like, uh, when, like, Anne worked at the fucking hot dog hut, and they were like, this is pathetic, what are you, and George, like, humiliated her by taking funny pictures of her, because if you work in a service job and are an adult, you're a failure and a miserable human being, and it's funny to laugh at you. Remember when I dropped out of college in real life, and it was the best decision that I ever made for myself, literally? <laughs> don't go to college if you don't want to go to college. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Grace tells Adrian, uh, she's like, oh, that reminds, she, she literally, Adrian makes that comment, you helped Daniel, haha, and then Grace just immediately drops everything that's happened up to this point, and she goes, you're watching oh, too right, much I'm supposed to meet Daniel TV. for coffee. And uh, it's like 9pm, so that means sex, and then Grace, uh, tells Adrian, she's like, she fucking, she's like, Adrian, I think you've been watching too much daytime TV, and they just let that line sit there for like five seconds. It festers, and it anything. desiccates, and it just rots into hell. Yeah, and then Adrian, uh, foreshadowing, she goes, if this doesn't work, I'll have to go with another plan, and Grace is like, what's that? And Adrian says... Something better than sex. Find out after the she break. Says, she says she'll have to come up with something better than sex. What 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 is it? So Ricky's at the hospital, and you and I oh, both hey, didn't take teens, notes on this. Hey scene. teens, listen up! This is the content you crave. It's Ricky Man, I arguing that about prenup scene. If only something could can scratch I have, that. Itch can for I me. have a can I have a scene about Ricky arguing about how he has to do paperwork? Yay! <laughs> and then he calls Amy his wife a second time. Yeah, this scene. I don't remember how long this is, but way I just wrote, too long. I just wrote Ricky dealing with paperwork. Who gives a shit? And he, then he, he calls her his he wife, says, and he does paperwork. And then Amy sees him and gets mad. Yeah, and that's the end of that scene. Um, it's George and Ashley before. time! Hooray! <laughs> Ashley's <laughs> still here. I told you on Discord that I had one of the stupidest thoughts I've ever had. Oh to boy, rival what is Oa it? Chudo. I forgot about this. What was your dumb thought? So I'm I'm going to be vulnerable like you were and describe my thought process during this scene. So George is sleeping on the couch with Moose, mm -hmm. and then the phone rings and he wakes up. And he looks at the caller ID and he goes, he says to Moose, he goes, it's your sister. And I was like, I don't remember Moose having a sister. Was there another dog? Which dog is he talking about? And then I realized that I'm thinking that a dog called George a on dog! the phone. You fucking idiot. What? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Bad whitey, bad whitey. <laughs> I literally, I literally was thinking like, that dog was that when when Moose was with that other dog. Was that his? No, because that was, he had sex with that other dog. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so Ashley talking calls about which very... which dog is calling George on the phone? Hello, Rose. How are you doing today? We were thrown. I would like to buy some furniture. Yeah, um, so anyway, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, so Ashley, so Ashley tells George. Uh, it's so this Ashley. is the Ashley's fucking. The thing that Ashley's kills me is one. that Ashley tells George that uh, Toby's Toby's grandmom uh, is not going to be coming down to Florida because she sprained her ankle belly dancing. Just a <laughs> funny. fun detail. Um, funny. But, like, she already told George that uh, she wouldn't be there for two whole weeks. But now that she found out that, I mean, I don't know how much later this episode is. I guess, no, it had to be the following week, right? Because Adrian said, because they had sex last weekend, and I'm assuming that was, like, between the weeks, right? Like Adrian and Ben? I, I think this is the beginning of the week. So Yeah, so you're saying it's one week after, right? No, 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 no. Because last episode ended with Adrian, like, trying to seduce Ben. So do you think they had, they had sex? And they had sex over the... So I think that was the end of that week. Yeah, so it's been a few days, right? It's It's been a weekend. Okay, so it's been a couple days. George finds out that Aunt How Ashley... does time ever pass on this fucking show? I know, show? right? But, like, oh George knew that Ashley and Toby were staying at this house for two weeks max... 
without any adult supervision. But now he finds out that now it's bad. Now, yeah, now it's okay ba- now he decides that he doesn't like it and that they need to get a job. And he stopped sending her money because yeah, well, he... the, his reasoning for that is he's like, you were supposed to have this educational trip. You you skipped all of it for some reason, even though that wasn't what you wanted to do. And it wasn't what I wanted you to do. Well, and she wanted to have Toby sexual tension do, in a house with anyway. Toby, Sam. Uh, and he tells her, uh, the, what the most educational thing you can do is get a job. And then she has the fucking audacity to say to me, me as she's 16, not old I'm enough. Underage. Hey, Nina work. Hey, longtime viewers. Remember when Ashley was oh fucking 14 years old and she got a job at a bar? How the fuck did I forget about that? <laughs> Which, by, mind you, was, in fact, Jeff's the only bar and grill. I've never had a job before in my life, apparently, Ashley She was Durgans. 14 years old, and she got a job at a bar. And, and she was making good money for one night. Oh, my God. Oh, so my God, I George forgot is like, about that. George is like, yes, you, you are old enough. You, you only have to be 16 in Florida, uh, but you might need a copy of your GED. And I quote, do you have your phony diploma? Fucking God. Fuck by you, the way, George. I, I've had I've had a handful of jobs now. I've never been required to, to prove show that your I graduated GED. high school. It's very important that they know that you have your GED or phone. I think I think they usually ask you what your level of education is, but they've never told me to whip my diploma out. Here's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Nobody in the world has their high school diploma. Do you I, I don't think you even picked yours up because you didn't go to your graduation. I no. think mine is at mom and dad's house somewhere. Nobody has their diploma in the world. George uh, um George tells her that if she doesn't get a job and prove that her tr- her dropping out and traveling the country is worth it, he's going to make her come home. And yeah. Toby she like tells us to he, Toby he says he's like, going to stop putting money in her account. Yeah, he says he says uh oh no, he hasn't been putting money in her account. She doesn't she's running out of money. He already did oh, stop yeah. doing that. He's Toby's like, "We have to get jobs. I want to go on the road." And then Ashley's like, "We're lucky for not getting arrested for some reason." Um and then Toby is just for no reason. Oh, we, we we do. I do. I do want to very quickly note that <laughs> I guess you didn't take any notes about it either. But George gives Ashley this fucking lecture about you know Ashley the importance of education for your career opportunities. I, I you know what and genuinely I have no memory of that. I I I edited it. That was static to me. Um, <laughs> so I, could, don't you wish that you could make George's voice static sometimes? Uh, yes, but um, I can't. But Toby's just like, I can't get a job, and especially you can't get a job for some reason. Dude, dude th- I, I, I'm sorry. I want to. We skipped a lot of shit that Toby said. Okay, say all the things Toby said, and then I'm going to explain what the point of this plotline is. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Toby overhears her on the phone saying, "She's like, fine, we'll get jobs." And then Toby walks in. He's like, "What the fuck, mate?" And then he's like. <laughs> Why would we get jobs? We have an allowance and a free house, he says, in between chomping on Tide Pods. And then Toby says, uh, let's just go back oh, on the road. Oh, you saucy slag. Why don't you get a job? Yeah. Uh, and Ash, he's like, th- this is this is the line that is so confusing to me. I don't know what this means. Toby says, let's just go on, back on the road if that's how it's going to be. And Ashley says, no, we're lucky we didn't get arrested on the drive here. They're carrying a lot of cocaine. They like they. She just have says you considered that, it that that's why she convinced her parents to let her do a cross country trip? Is that she's shipping lots and lots and lots of drugs? Yeah, I guess and that's so. how she's and making money. That's, that's when yeah, Toby goes. <laughs> she's shipping backpacks of cigarettes provided to her by Thomas, the cool Gosh, teen, across no. the country to sell them to teens in other high schools. That teen is long dead. Uh, <laughs> they put him down after his last scene. <laughs> so Toby <laughs> says. 
Your dad is an idiot if he thinks we can get jobs. Especially you. God! Why Why is Toby such an asshole? He's British. Um. So here's my theory about this plot line. Okay. Yeah. So Ashley and Toby are two teens. They're in love for some reason. Nope. And we've never seen them actually be in love. But that's fine. Um, they were traveling cross country, but now they're in a house. And what do two teens do when they're in a house alone? Land right? party. No, they have sex, right? And that's what? bad, right? What's that? So George wants them to work. Now, if they're living in a house for an extended period of time and they're both working, they basically will have gone domestic and they'll basically be like a married couple and that makes it okay. Because that's like what oh. happened. With, that's what my thought is. Like if they're working in a, and they're working and they're living together, they've just sort of gone... They're because basically, then they're miserable and George is miserable. happy. Yeah, George is happy, they're miserable, and they're basically, like, actually functioning adults and they're married, and they'll probably get actually married and maybe have a baby? Yeah, probably. Hey, That's Jordan. probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, what's up? I just looked at the next line in my notes and remembered what happens, and I hate it, I'm so mad. Hey, I remember so when much, I gave Jordan. a disgraceful teen crime last week to Madison's pathetic attempt to, to like, fuck up Jack's life and make I him Remember when I said it would never come up again? <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, t- uh, Reverend Stone is remember here. When Reverend Stone, he- remember when Reverend Stone gets that call from Madison and he's like, oh, Madison's trying to manipulate us into moving back to to Los Angeles for her own selfish reasons and not because of anything that Jack wants. Well, Reverend Stone is visiting and he tells Jack that he's decided for his own personal reasons that, to move back to L.A. Bye. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm leaving too. I Hold on. God fucking damn it, I hate Madison so much. I hate this entire plotline. I hate yelling in my headphones that are across the room. I hate Jack. I hate Madison. I don't hate Reverend Stone, but he's losing a lot of points in my book right now. Why would he do this? He knows. Well, no, 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 Sam, 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 because this show's mean now. He wants, there's a a school in LA, and it's it's sort of, it's got a lot (laughs) of added a laugh. There, there, there's like it's an underprivileged school. It's called Mount Xavier, uh, and they need. A... This is so. This is fucking. Yeah, he's he's like he's telling Jack that he's gonna go teach. Did philosophy. you? I, I was gone. Did you say what? Like the church thing? Oh no, you could you could. He, say he that. says he says the church never found a full time replacement for me, and I'm gonna come back and be a, a priest again, minister, whatever. Minister, reverend. He's a reverend Stone. You oh right, <laughs> he's the irreverent reverend. Yeah, but he's gonna uh, teach philosophy. At Mount I'm Xavier. I don't know shit about it. Yeah, well, that's, and, uh, that's the thing. He's going to, I guess, be a minister, and then also he'll be teaching, teaching philosophy at this, like, inner city high school. But check and, this out, because every character on this show has to be a fucking piece of garbage. So uh, Jack is just like, you'll get shot, you'll die, they'll yeah, kill that's you and eat he's you. Like, what school, Mount Xavier? Oh, you'll be, sh-. he literally says he'll be beat up or mugged or shot and killed. And I can't, I, Jordan, I cannot wait for this racist spinoff movie. About, about Reverend Stone. One it's called Savior. <laughs> it's called Duck and Deliver. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm going to, oh God. Uh, but, um, oh, yeah, so God. Jack sucks the in this idea episode, of, so does of, Grace, of a, which is very a, cool, and a new take yeah. on Grace is that she sucks and is a horrible person. Yeah, so the, um, Grace, and, Grace and Daniel walk in, and Reverend Stone says to Daniel, hi there, young fella. <laughs> What's up, fellow teen? Which is interesting, because I looked it up as is customary, and the actor's 27. And Tom Virtue Now, this is what's oh. weird, though. I thought this you were saying weird, Tom Virtue is 27. No. <laughs> this is what's weird, though. Normally, when there's a 27-year-old actor, they play a teenager. Yeah, normally. Daniel. Well, the thing about Daniel, we don't find this out until the end of the episode. 
Do you want to say it right okay. now? No. Well, I think you can see where this is going. We'll fucking get to it when we get to it. We'll get to it when we get there. Okay. Daniel introduces himself to Reverend Stone. He's like, hi, I'm Grace's boyfriend. And then he and Grace have a little... And then Reverend Stone says, oh, I get it. And then they're like, what? And then he says, nothing. I just said that out loud for the viewer. And then they leave Do you the think room. this means anything? Um, And yeah. then Reverend Stone tells fucking Jack, he's like, uh, he says, like, it's obvious that Madison cares a lot about, about, what? Is it? It's obvious that Madison cares. You're, you're, it sounds like you're questioning your notes that he actually said that, but no, that's what he said. Yeah, Madison cares a lot about Jack and senses and, that and you, it's and obvious. A, it's obvious, and she senses that you still care about Grace. Now that one is obvious. He <laughs> does live in new, her home. This is a new level of tell don't show. This is this is tell that you're showing don't show. <laughs> it is clear to see. Right, it's your not, honor. It's not even like like yeah, Madison cares a lot about you. It's like. Anyone with eyes could tell that Madison loves you so much. Um, it cuts. He also says the good reference says that Grace is a fickle girl now that she's yeah. uh, returned from from Zimbabwe. She's not fickle. Bit. She's fucked up by her family's religious values and doesn't know how to deal with her sexuality. Um, so she's making out with her. Uh, like, her like, definitely. Like, just she. What? Ha- okay, Grace's situation. Let's just let's just spell this out here. Grace, Grace dumped Grace, her long-term boy. She she was in love with Grant. She wanted to marry him and live with him and go to college with him. She dumped him because she, she got horny for a guy in Zimbabwe. Because she literally can't ha- – she sees a guy, she gets horny, she wants to have sex, and she can't handle the guilt of feeling that way. So, so she just decides that she wants to marry this person now. Right. The fact that she's feeling like that. She's like, I, I have to be in love with him because I can't just be horny for a guy. No. I have to want to marry him. It's kind of about guilt and shame and regret, if you think right, about it. Right, except I don't think that Brendan knew that that's what What happened to just say me, Grace? What Can't you just do that? If only there was, was a way so for us girls ago, to take care of themselves. That's right, Grace. It's been two years and she got Her hand bored of cramped it three up, days but it was never the same. <laughs> well, she well she loved it for three days and then right <laughs> she yeah. she learned her lesson from the montage and she'll never masturbate again. Because <laughs> because as we all know, she well well that makes sense because Ricky Ricky hit the nail on the head because Grace thinks well I can't cheat on my boyfriend so I just need to get into a relationship with new guys and as we all know, sex is how. How um guys make girls a think guy's they're in way of making women think they're in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, um, Grace says that she feels rejected by Grant. Um, before that, okay, some bonkers shit is said. Oh yes, I am sorry. So Grace is making out with Daniel in the living room, and then she stops and she goes, "I didn't know you're my boyfriend." And then, <sighs> oh, because he introduces himself, "I'm Grace's boyfriend." He says. Right, so so they're having this little moment where the, you know that every relationship. Oh, are we boyfriend? Is are that we what official? We are? You know. Uh, so she she's like, I didn't know I was your girlfriend. Like, if you might be seeing other girls or whatever. And then Daniel goes, "You mean if I'm sleeping with other girls, Grace? No, I don't do that. Why? I'm a classy guy." He says, "Why do you do that?" And then she goes, "No." Mm-hmm. And this is. So there's two possibilities here. Number one, <laughs> two roads that, diverge in a yellow wood. Right, and and I'll just tell you, I I we learned the answer to that question almost immediately. <laughs> so the the question here is, does Daniel know that Grace was cheating on her boyfriend with him? How would how, I guess when she introduced when Grant came in the last episode, she didn't say like, oh my god, Grant. Well, no, because she. 
She well, clearly is about to because this this question is answered. So the 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 two possibilities are number one, he doesn't know that that he was uh uh that she was cheating on him with Grant. No, the other way around. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, so that would explain him asking why do you do that, and she says no because the alternative is that he does know that she was cheating on Grant with him. And then he, for some reason, is like, but that was, that was in the past, that was a week ago. That's fine. It's over. Like, what do you like now? You're completely faithful now, right? But then we get our answer immediately, because then he goes, how did things go today at school with your old boyfriend, Grant? (laughs) And she says, we're just friends now. It's great. Right. And then, then they just fucking even, like, because as I said that, I was like, oh, wait, 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 because devil's advocate it's possible that that she was like, oh, yeah, Grant was my boyfriend, but he doesn't know that there was the overlap is a possibility still. Yeah. So just to make sure that the viewer knows that's not the case. Yeah, she is, has to say it. She say it. she says, she's like, yeah, we're still friends. Uh, he's like, oh, I think he's just acting like he's over it so that you'll feel rejected and want him back. And then he says, you know that what you and I did has nothing to do with you and Grant. And she says, uh- well... <laughs> I was dating him at the time, so... And he's just like, yeah, I know. I know, it's cool, it's fine. Um, Then they go back to kissing, and then so she's he, like... So he knew it. It's good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And then Grace is like, do you think our... Because this is just what Grace's character is now. She says, like, do you think our relationship will last? And he's like, it's, it's way so too... It's so weird that we're... she... She's like, it's way too early to talk about that kind of stuff. I just want to talk and get to know you. She also... Yeah, he, he's like, we should... Yeah, she's like, when are we going to fuck again? He says, maybe we should slow things down and get to know each other better. She says, ugh, do we have to? And then they kiss, and she goes, do you think our relationship will last? And he's like, uh, 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 are you asking if we'll get married? And she goes, no, 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 no. And he says, then what do you mean? And she goes, I do think don't know. Anything? It was and in the just, script. It was in just, the script. I don't know. She just runs away and then leaves a grace-shaped <laughs> dust cloud. Um, I, so I don't... I want to know what you think, if you have an answer for this question. How does the show want us to feel about Grace and Daniel scenes? I think we're supposed to not like it. Okay. Because, like, Grant... Oh, here's the other thing. We didn't get that fucking, what did you do, Grant, when he's like, okay, if I guess we'll stay friends. Remember that? Like, do you think that will ever get brought up again? No. Cause, because if Grant was... Not that it would make it retroactively okay for Well, Grant for didn't Grace. do anything. That, no, I, I think that was Grace... literally just, like, Grace is being ridiculous. Look at her go! But what if... what if Remember Angie? What about Angie? Remember Angie? Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're back at... We're back at... Uh, 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 I, I have one last thing that I want to say about Daniel. Yeah. As a character. Yeah. Um, There's a character... That's a character? Well, that's what I'm going to say, is that he's not a person. No, he's just a set of lips. They have established nothing about him except that he wants to be a doctor. Like, he has no personality, he has no charm, they have no chemistry. And they kiss. And their scenes have no point. Like, we don't even need to- we don't need to even see this. No, it could be off camera, this whole thing. Right, because, like- He's he's just a guy like Jimmy. Like I, I was talking to Lauren about this, and she said he's not a character. He's a situation. He's a thing that happens on the show. He's he's just like Jimmy. Like I think yeah, we talked about this on the Circle Jerk, but just just a quick uh, rehash. The fact that there's three things we know about Jimmy. They're like <laughs> normal high school guy, totally cool dating a teen mom, 
and when he found out that his that the teen mom girlfriend of his had a condom he was so disgusted with her that he ghosted her and right, none let's... of those three things like match up because he's not a character he's just like a plot point and that's yeah. what daniel is yeah all right let's move on because we're we're getting we're getting bloated now yeah so we're back at we're back at uh jeff's the only bar and grill ben has a new really good idea um leo tells ben to worry about literally anything else besides his divorce so he says worry about college or your job and then ben says college that's a great idea i can move out of state and go to college <laughs> same, same fucking thing ricky did by ricky the way did. this is what college was... is for these people it's a way to get out of commitments and relationships Leo, though, being a typical rich fuck. He's like, like, why don't they get you a job? Yeah, well, literally, I think I think what he was doing, uh, and I don't know if this was actually in the in the text of the show or if this is just me guessing. Trying to like but, bribe uh, Ben with a high paying job in his office. Well, no, because b- basically Ben is like, oh, I can go to college to get away from Adrian, and then, and then Leo goes directly from that to like, ah, forget college. How about I just offer my shitty son a promotion, and he works at the company. God. Don't you want to work in the office on the business side of things? And Ben goes, no. And, and then he says, says do, you do you just want to inherit life? He says, do you just want to inherit my money? And he says, no. And then he says, what are you interested in? And Ben says, getting out of my marriage. And then Leo leans in oh, and he says, emotional time. He says, Ben, if Mercy had lived, would you still be trying to get out of your marriage? No, dad. Because that's the point. Well, yeah, it's not but the, baby. the point. It's not. No, 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 not, no, no, no. Oh, well, but he Leo, wouldn't be no, if it didn't Sam, happen. It's no, that it did happen, no, so Sam, he is. No, fuck, dude, dude, dude. But what if, what if it didn't? What oh, if Ben shit. just pretends? What if they just pretend they have a baby? Oh, shit. Now, what if okay. they just get... I, look, Ben. I know you I can get... make the tulpa. Look, Ben, I know that you don't want to eat this, uh, I know that you the don't want to eat these peanuts because you're allergic. But what if you weren't? Look, Ben. Chow down. <laughs> look, Ben. I know you thought you were going to be with Amy for the rest of your life, but this gravestone says otherwise. I've, I've had Amy killed. Um, so, uh. He says to get. Oh, and then fucking. Just to really reassure Ben. Just to really uh, reinforce Ben's trauma, he says, Give the mother of your child some respect. Right. That's that's what Leo says. He's like. Ben's like, No, I wouldn't leave her, because that's why I got married. Fucking. Yeah, duh. And then Leo's like, that's right, you got married for her, so how about you stay married a while longer? Give her, give the mother of your child that much respect, because there's nothing more respectful than, than forcing yourself resenting be... your spouse, but staying married because you think that they'll fall apart and die without you. Yeah, it's called the, that's the Melania effect. Um, God, I'm fucking orange man Donald Trump, am I right? I love politics. Hi, hashtags. God, I love, remember, so woke. I um, love the FBI. Me too. And I love Beto. God, my thighs are cramping just thinking about him. Um, sorry, my calves. Thank you. Um, but he uh, doesn't cramp your thighs, you fucking weirdo. What do you think he's doing to you? You're right. He he makes. I I have. I just my my heifer just gave birth, and boy, those those little babies are in a lot of pain right now because of Beto. I get um, it. Huh? I get it. Oh, okay. I thought you said I don't get it. And I'm like, really, Sam? You don't get no, that I'm one? No, I'm just I'm just letting you know that I get your joke. Oh, okay, really good. Um, so. Ricky, fucking Amy, ow. Amy says that John has a 99.9 fever, which isn't that bad, but something, something. Dr. Hightower says oh, they could uh, get him in the morning. Do you really have... You kind of you kind of melded two scenes together. 
Uh, my notes say otherwise, but okay. It's I, you. May, you may have just not taken much notes on this because you. There's didn't another like it. thing that happened with Ricky in the last scene that we literally didn't talk yes, about. Yes, yes. Where, where, where yeah, a, a woman sits down and says, "Is that your wife?" And then Ricky says, "No." And then Amy sees it and she gets mad and walks away. And that's. And then Amy in yep. this scene asks about what's up with that, and then he says nothing. And then Amy says, "Okay." And then John says, "Ow." This 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 was where I gave my cool teen moment to John's actors because they were smiling so big and it was really funny. Um. Okay. Now we have a scene that when I was okay, so I was watching this episode and it took me a while to watch this one. My wrists were cramping so hard typing it at this this Anne and George scene. I got That's so funny. mad. That's what happens when I take notes on a Just Say Me episode. Yeah. Um. Wh- <laughs> my calves were cramping too, but um. When Anne That's from and George, doing Adrian's dance, though. When Anne and George were arguing back and forth, I was just like, "Oh, oh, 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 sorry." I don't think we really established what the scene after the Amy Ricky thing is. What do you mean? We didn't say what was actually going on there. Amy's on the phone with Anne. Yeah, and then she asks Amy what John's temperature was. Amy says ninety nine point nine, and then Anne goes, "Oh, Amy, the emergency room is for emergencies." Ow. Because, because just they they really need to drill drill in the. Fact Amy's that dumb and bad. Sam. Amy's dumb, and not only Ricky thinks it, Amy's mom thinks it too. And mother. that's when Amy Amy is like, "Oh, mom, we're being called in uh, because the drama of this entire episode is that Amy sucks and she's lying. They're not actually being called. She just hangs up on her mom, and then so the, Anne yeah. calls George. This scene was so bad, I just had to take like a thirty minute Great British Bake Off break <laughs> just to, just <laughs> yeah. to let myself unwind. Dude, like, oh, I, Mary Berry, this is scrumpy, whatever, soggy bottoms, scrummy. delicious, scrummy, scrumpy is also very funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, when Anne and, and George are on screen at the same time now, I basically go to sleep. <laughs> my eyes roll into the back of my head and I try to think about anything else. I here's look at the all, tax Here's return. all of the notes that I wrote. I'm just gonna read my notes verbatim and let me know if I missed anything. No, just I go. Let's just certainly didn't. Let's just magic carpet our way through this episode. This part. Anne calls George and tells him about John. He tells her about Toby's grandma. George asks if she's ever wondered if him and if uh, Amy and Ashley are why their marriage didn't work out. I'm asleep. After the boring, pointless conversation ends, George funny kisses Moose, and that's funny. You know, I'm looking at my tax ret- uh, my my W uh, two. I have it on my desk right now, and I'm thinking, man, I really should file that soon, shouldn't I? Uh, that's <laughs> oh, not, that's, not, for, that's fucking... not for right now. That's not for we right get now. We another sorry. boring, pointless scene immediately after that because Grace and Jack bump into each other. They're both about <laughs> to use the bathroom before bed, and then I I brush my teeth. I have to bathroom toilet, and then what are we gonna do about that? And then nice pajamas. <laughs> then Grace is like, oh, I know there's a really cool club in New York. It's called Pajamas. Yeah, you can only go if, if you're wearing pajamas. Oh, and this is when Grace is... Oh, my God. They start, talk, this... they start talking about Reverend Stone, and Jack says that he got offered a job at Mount Xavier, and Grace says, to what, do they last need rights? for last funny rights? Because funny, that's because, what poor's are like, funny. Because um, poor people and... And, and then uh, Jack fucking has to remind you that other. Grace and Jack used to go to the same church. Yeah, he goes, that's, that's a funny joke, but my dad doesn't do last rites. And she says, I know. I, we went to church together, remember? And he says, I remember. I remember a lot of things. And then it gets previously on the secret life of the American teenager. And then it's like Ricky and Jack and all the teens at church. Thank God, by the way, that the scene. God, I forgot about Ricky's thing where he was going to church with Grace. Remember when Jack was like, I want you to give me a blowy, but I feel guilty about it. Let's go to church first. 
and then he was acting like like he was in love with adrian he was like no sex before church we need to pray god that's just anyway so uh so then we cut to kathleen who's been at the bottom of the stairs eavesdropping uh, and tom walks into the kitchen i hate ronald and bonald i wanted to watch tv but the kids have to sleep and watch letterman because of ronald and bonald and who could have seen this drama coming i was sure that this would work out exactly how he hoped it would and then kathleen says tom the kids need their sleep and he goes they can sleep with the damn tv on god i fucking hate tom so much and then if anything else happened in that scene i didn't write it down no um oh she says kathleen says parenting isn't always fun but it's rewarding and then betty okay betty is fucking dude hold on oh my god oh this is a horrible awful this scene is betty is watching tv and George, Leo comes in and, and she turns off the TV and Dude, she wants it's to, like a it's like a transition though because Tom was like I can't watch yeah. TV and then she turns off her TV. Do you, yeah, like, it's like very a, artistic. Like a, it's Brenda. Like a, sorry, like Paul a, has the lightest the, touch. Sort of a similar kind of a. Um, she wants to know what's going on with Ben and Adrian, but Leo is like, I, hey teens. Leo, by the way, when she hey, turns teens! off the TV, when she turns hey, off teenagers! the TV. When she turns off the TV, he's like, no, 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 you can keep watching TV, please. I don't want to talk to you, my wife. I hate you. Hey, teenagers. You know what I love to talk about is cognac season, baby. Yay. I know of cognac. This is for the teens. I don't know anything about cognac, but fucking if us teens can't relate to. It's pronounced cognac. If I don't know, if I know one thing about cognac, it's that it's been a little nippy lately. So I think it's a little fine to extend cognac season just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Leo's, Leo's drinking cognac in well into the spring. That's barbaric. They should call him cognac, cognac the, barbarian. the barbarian. Is that like the fucking Fallout? That funny? is that is a it's a melee weapons magazine in Fallout. God, you are the worst. Sorry. Um, Betty is like in Fallout sh- Three though. It's a melee weapons. Oh, it's book. the good. It's the good one that we love. Betty. Anyway. Thinks- uh, so she's like, hey, Leo, is it just me or have you been drinking more lately? Here we she's, go. Yay. Oh, and then he's like, she's like, oh, well, I get it. With all the things that are going on between Ben, Adrian, and Camille. <laughs> and uh, and then Leo's like, nothing's going on with Camille. And then she says, okay. And he's just like, drink this. And then she says, okay. And then she says, are you happy, Leo? And he says, uh-uh. I mean, yeah, sure. Okay. And then he yeah, looks he, at the picture he says, of his wife. He says, I, here's proof of how happy I am. When I was at dinner with Ben, I was telling him I'm happy. And then she says, are you happy you married me? I hate this show so much, Sam. I don't want to watch this show anymore. Professional actor Leo Boykovich, he's fucking selling it. She goes, are you happy you married me? And his response is he shrugs and he goes, of course. Uh, Why? uh, He says that. She she says, uh, marrying you is the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, He says, this is so weird. I, I want you to know, listeners, I'm not joking. This is literally what he does. She goes, marrying you is the best thing that ever happened to me. And he says, now, okay. Try to imagine something better than marrying Imagine me. if you will. Something that would make you even happier than being married to me. What would that be? And, and then uh, she's like... But instead of instead of being like the normal response to that of like, what? I, I'm not going to do is, that. No. She's like genuinely entertaining like, this bizarre question. Like, um, like she what says is she, she can't. Is she gonna, well, she says she like, can't imagine anything better because it's well, like... Well, I know, I know that, but like, is, the, does, is he expecting her to be like... Well, you know what, what if Leo? I had struck gold? If yeah, if if I had a million dollars, I think I'd take that over being married to you. Like what fucking you, yeah. yeah, so she says I couldn't imagine anything better. It's like a fairy tale come true. And then fairy this is tales so- can come true. It can happen to you. You mustn't. 
she does this is so weird because she she goes on this weird tangent and she's about like, her parents and her, her right she's like boyfriend. i have some regrets in life like leaving my parents for my boyfriend which led to me becoming a sex worker and then and leo's then that, just like these things just happen poor buddy's perfect betty right they just that topic comes out of nowhere and it goes nowhere they just he leave it there and just move like, on he, he literally just like whatever will be will be yeah uh, and then she goes, Leo, I love you, and I'm going to love you for the rest of your life. And I'm going to start by loving you all night long. And then he and drinks then the cognac, yeah, because that's the only way he can bear having sex with his wife he hates is well, by bef- being drunk but during he it. Also, he's like, or we could just talk. And she goes, no. And then he takes a big gulp of cognac the, and then funny, funny, not the funny, skates, Betty. funny, not the dentist chair. Big comedic funny music plays about the idea of Leo having sex he doesn't want to have with his wife he doesn't want to be married to. It's That's really funny. F- I'm laughing. I love writing of comedy I'm and really laughing loves, at it. I love it. Okay, so so Ben gets home and Adrian's doing her domestic duty and she's cleaning up all the messes that she made. Do you get it? Um, oh, I get it. She's in and a good mood and she made brownies and uh, she's still reeling from. The <laughs> I, very I have a good question because she she, yeah. she didn't she didn't make brownies yet. That's true. She made instant brownies. I, I I have a theory about the brownies that's that's almost certainly not true, but very funny to think about, and I'd like to say that in a moment. Uh, she he's like, oh, you're in a good mood. You must have had fun with Grace tonight." And she goes, "I think I'm just still hungover from our weekend together." And maybe this is just me, but I feel like I've never heard the word "hungover" as a metaphor for feeling no. happy after. She's a in good the refractory. Time. She's in the refractory period. I feel like usually. Like, yeah, I don't know about this, but I feel like being hungover is not a delightful and enjoyable experience. I've never been a hungover, but I don't think that people used to refer to Yay! like, I was really drunk last night, and now I, w- I woke up feeling amazing. <laughs> hey, boss, can I come into work early? I'm hungover. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so then really? there's another yeah, Ricky yeah, and Yeah, I'm really scene. hungover. I just want to get all my chores done. That's like a hungover means uh, not putting your dreams ahead of other people and saying no to drugs and alcohol. <laughs> respecting yourself remember the the funny movie the hangover where they all do their taxes on time god i'm really uh while you're talking about this amy and ricky scene can i just fucking look at this w2 and really just yeah go ahead and go ahead and fire taxes i really gotta do this i really gotta do this i can't forget because i'm watching just amy um there's Uh, another ricky and amy scene that literally is like i'll I'll talk about you do you do your taxes okay okay i'll go to turbo tax so we're at the hospital and the woman at the desk she calls them she goes Amy Jurgens and Ricky Underwood with John Jurgens to illustrate that people judge them for not being married, which is what Amy was talking about before. And then Ricky mm-hmm. goes, you're right, Amy. This is a hostile environment. Let's go. And then Amy says, after waiting all this time, we're going in there. Get your son. And she's all mad and we don't like oh, her because man. she's. I need to verify my account on my phone. I don't have my phone on me. Can I go get my phone real quick? Yeah, I'll just go ahead okay, and finish cool. the episode with that. Okay, you. you keep going. Okay. So <laughs> I hope you're not actually. Oh, okay. So, back at... No, but I wanted to talk about the brownies, Jordan! Jordan, I wanted to talk about the brownies! Okay, got it. I didn't do any podcasting with you without you because I wanted to talk about the brownies! Oh yeah, so Adrian made brownies, like, really fast. Yeah, so Ben... Well, we don't know that is, is, my, is my thing. Ben was like, we need to talk, and then she's like, okay, we'll talk on the on the patio, and then we cut to that Amy and blah, blah, blah scene, and then we cut back, and then Adrian comes out onto the patio, and, and Ben's, like, waiting there to talk to her, presumably about divorce, and she goes, sorry, here's what took so long, I made us brownies, I and I made really, really like to think, 
that she started making brownies after he went out onto the patio. Please let me have oh, yeah. this. Yes, please. It's it was very then waited fast. On I the had patio the same for thought. an hour. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll put these. I'll put these on hold for now. Okay. Okay. Um. So back with Adrian and Ben. She made brownies. He's funny, hungry, and uh, she's just like, "I have a plan, Ben. I want to go. I want to go to New so, York. It's you know television. Oh, I want to go to school. Yeah, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know TV writing." It's very hard to write for TV. You know how in TV shows, how whenever one character says, I need to talk to you about something important, and then the other character goes, okay, I also have something important to talk to you about. And then the first character goes, my thing is more important and needs to be said first. But how about, you know what, Adrian, before I tell you my important thing, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and eat this brownie and have a mouthful of food, which will give you time to tell me your thing, preventing me from saying mine and adding to the drama of the show. And Adrian says, great yeah. idea. And then she says, I want to go back to school, not our high school. I don't want to go to school with you. I want to go do something practical and fun. All right, sounds good. I'm on board. Um, and yep. then she, she, she tells him she wants to go to cosmetology school. And he says... Well, that's a whole lot different from law school. Do you mean like working in Hollywood in the film industry or being a represent yeah, representative for a cosmetic firm? And then she's just like, no, doing nails and stuff. And yeah, then he's she just says, like, eh, we're just doing nails. And then he makes shocked face because we got to take some time out of our busy, our busy schedule to shame people who do nails. Fuck you. And then, and then, yeah. And then Ben's like, and he's like doing nails. Hi, I'm fat. I mean, Ben, you're fat and do nails. Funny. Just because Brenda and Paul cannot survive unless they shame people all the time. That's funny. Um, remember when they fucking shamed the person for being on welfare, and then they shamed fat people, and then they yeah, shamed that was like two episodes ago. Cosmetologists, and then they shamed people who get their GEDs. Yeah, I can't tell what Ben is thinking right now, but he tells her that he's well. This he's is like, this is Ben's inner instinct is that he wants to disrespect people who work in service jobs, and then he realizes he can play this into his favor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's like yeah. he's like even though you're doing this you terrible, awful thing, I'm happy for you thinking about what will make you happy and finding God, something he's to such move a forward winner. in life because I just realized that it would make you go further. Oh, but away from yeah. me. And she's then we like, get divorced. Oh no 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 no. I'm sorry because she didn't say New York yet. No, he he says, right. "I'm happy for you thinking about your what blah 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 moving forward in your life after losing our baby." And then she is like, "Oh, he's not resistant to this yet," so she pushes it further. And then she says, "I'd be going to New York." That's and then great. That's, that's when Ben is like, "I love it." Oh, yeah, that's great. And then, and then, then he then says, he, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh, would it only be for two years?" I mean, yeah. Oh. And, and then she says, "This is yeah." She's like, "This is I one of my." This is one of my favorite things in TV drama, like right up there with the jealousy plot line when it's two characters who both know that they're both lying to each other. But instead of cutting the bullshit, they just keep making, oh, so that's how it's going to be face and yeah. piling on more lies. I love when that happens. In yes, every they show. keep just like escalating and Ben's like, oh, we get, you could start there and I'll sell the condo and I'll buy you a place in New York. And then she says, buy me a place. And then she says, don't you. Mean- and then it keeps going. Oh, I meant this. And oh, you. Oh, so you meant I'm going to get some brownies. This is, what, this is what's so frustrating about this sort of conversation in a TV show, because none of it fucking matters. They're both just oh, saying also, lies that won't happen, and I get it. You can fucking stop. You've established what's happening. You don't need to keep dragging it oh, on. Oh, but check this out. This is even better, because Amy, Adrian, like, leaves, and she's like, I'm going to get another brownie, and then Ben's talking to Have himself. Have a pastry. And it's another, he says, education is the way out. And here's my cool teen moment, as someone goes, shut up! Yeah. And I think I think I might have astral projected myself into the show actually. <laughs> I did think it sounded a lot like you. 
Um, it was like I was just like finally it. I I willed it to happen so much that finally after all these like a year and a half or whatever it finally happened. Uh, um, um, yeah. So Adrian goes to get a brownie and then <laughs> just. This, we get the, like, the most unnecessary scene of, of fucking TV history is, Ad- we get, like, a two-second scene of Adrian in the kitchen. She cuts out a brownie all aggressively, and she slams it down onto the plate, and she goes, so he wouldn't care if I went to New York. Just, like, yeah, I know. You didn't, <laughs> I get it. I understand the plot. It's really complicated, it's Sam. Re- it's it's incredibly circles blatant. within circles. It's extremely hard to figure out what's going oh on. Rings God. within rings within the, rings. The, the, the beginning of the next scene is really funny. Sam, did I have I? Do you know in the last year have I uh, have I gotten married or sold or traded cryptocurrency? Can you please stop doing your taxes? <laughs> okay, I'll even close. I'll I'll pin the tab and then I'll and then I'll click away from. Okay, um, okay I do. Yes, you've been trading okay. cryptocurrencies. Anyway, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> The beginning of this next scene is really funny to me because it's it's Jack on the phone with Madison, which isn't funny. <laughs> that is Jack. pretty funny because no, no, wait, listen, that hurts what, my Let me say what's funny about it because nothing. This, the conversation begins. Jack is in the in the Bowman's kitchen and he goes, "I came down to the kitchen where no one can hear me." And Madison goes, "Fine." And then the conversation happens, and it's so it's like, okay, I you don't have another bedroom set for Tom's bedroom. Like you didn't need to draw That's attention fine. to that. Like. Like, like it just, the fact that they began the conversation with that is just like, wait a minute. So Jack's plan was he didn't want anyone to hear him on the phone. So, so he, he comes to the, the big open room right by the bottom of the stairs that anyone with might no come doors, into. right? And a big staircase <laughs> like, leading into it that the, Kathleen the most literally easily uses interrupted room. Yeah. So anyway, he talks about fucking. I, I by the way, I had to skip backwards to listen uh-huh. to ma- what Madison was saying to Jack three fucking times because it's such a struggle to pay attention when they're talking to each other. She knows what he's thinking, Sam. He says, "If she leaves Daniel, if Grace leaves Daniel, he'll be in the house with her, and he can swoop in and and be with her." And then he says, "If I wanted to be with Grace, I could be with Grace." And then Grace goes, "Yeah, right." It's very yeah, like- funny. Like, oh, who could have seen this coming? That because Jack was having this phone conversation in the kitchen, that anyone might show up. Who? What a surprise! And then That's Grace so shows weird. up, and he says he'll call Madison back. And she says, "I'll." And then he, she's like, "No, you like, won't." And then he says, "Okay, then I'll just talk to his school since there's a phone." And then she's like, "I have a phone curfew or something." Yeah. And yeah, then he just he's hangs like, up. Fine, on I'll her. just I'll talk to you at school tomorrow. And she's like, "No, don't hang up on me." And he and then he goes. Madison, I love you, and I love that we don't have to have sex to prove our love to each other. And then Madison goes, "I wish we never had sex." And Jack hangs up on her, and that's true love, and I love it. And then Grace, and then Grace, who heard Madison yelling over the phone, goes, "Ditto." Oh, and then I didn't write this down because it's so stupid. But we should probably mention that they have a little exchange where where they explain what "ditto" means. Continue. Ditto means the, that I the same thing that Madison. He's like I. Okay. They can turn into any Pokemon. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> Jack is like Grace. Do you regret having sex with Grant? And she says yes. And then he says, Do you regret having sex with Daniel, or are you just gonna wait to regret it until the next guy comes along? Can you stop doing your taxes? I can't. I can't focus on this. It's and so then hard. Instead of care, instead of denying that she. She she's not even like no I love Daniel and I'm gonna marry him or whatever she admits she's like yeah like, when the next guy comes along I will say that I regretted having sex with Daniel and then and then she goes anyway I just came downstairs to get my book and then he goes that's not that's your my book. book and you get it. 
So I, like, what what is the implication of this? It means that Grace, Grace is still interested, and she's, she's already going to move on. From, she's going to move on from Daniel to Jack. Is that what Jack we're doing? Did. That yes, Grace still yes. loves Jack. Yes. Are we fucking doing that it's in season, season four, Sam? Four? Grace still loves Jack in season four. Here we Which are. Like, dude, if Grace, uh, like, okay, I will be furious if Grace and Jack become a thing again. Uh huh. But uh huh. If they're gonna do that. Could they at least have uh, uh, uh. the fucking common decency uh, uh. to do, like, a scene where Jack is, like, nice to Grace and she's like, oh, I no. remembered why I liked Jack? No, the only like, reason that Grace is going to get back with Jack is because she's horny. They've had nothing but antagonistic relationships with each other since they broke up in season goddamn two. Hey, do you know who sucks besides Jack and Grace? Amy oh. hates medical residents because they're not God, real doctors. God, she's the worst. She's the worst. Yeah, he doesn't really have an ear infection, apparently. This is so weird. We, this we, is we where we get the, the doctor's big... office. Yeah. We go to the doctor's office, and there's a dude wearing denim scrubs. Yeah, he's so cool. Like, I think residents still dress like doctors. No, they dress like teens because they're young doctors. They're cool, hip doctors. Some of them yeah, wear leather sitting on scrubs. The, they're sitting on the little, on the little uh, table thing in, the, in the room, and he's sitting on a backwards chair. He's sitting on, well, they, doctors have, like, stools with no back, so he's sitting on that backwards. <laughs> he's, yeah. He turns and the stool, he just rotates the stool and then sits down with it and says, let's rap. Yeah, and then he starts freestyle rapping, and Amy's like. he says, like, like, your baby doesn't have an ear infection. Can't you tell by my inflection? It was the yeah. arguments making him sad. You need to be better as you're his mom and his dad. And they yeah, clap. and then Amy says, Amy says, how do you know he doesn't have an ear infection? You don't even look like a real doctor. And he says, Fuck off, I may Amy. not be a doctor, but I'm a resident. I have authority like, like the, the president. president. <laughs> if you yell, your kid will say, ow, some, something, something. With a skip and a hop, she's one cool Kong. <laughs> and um, the doctor points out the plot of the show. <laughs> he's like, he's like. Every time you raise your voices at each other, that's when he goes, ow. ow. And I gotta say, this doctor seems he's pretty so nice. He's so fucking cool. I like he's this cool. doctor. I like this guy. He's, he's, besides the fact that he's clearly not a real doctor, because there's no fucking way that a resident is just wearing, like, a denim jacket. He's so he seems cool, like dude. a nice guy, and I'm gonna miss I can't him. wait for the next time we see a medical resident and he's dressed like Neo from The Matrix. <laughs> so, at school the next morning, uh, Grace talks hey, to Hey, can Grant. I tell he you does... a re- thing I just, real quickly, yeah, yeah. I had a problem just now, which is there's so many things I hate about this episode that I can't pick out one disgraceful teen crime, so there's none this week. <laughs> there's just yeah. too much to hate. Yeah. Um, um, at, at school the next morning, Grace talks to Grant. He does the classic TV move of pretending not to know her new boyfriend's name. He's like, is what's his name going to be at med camp? And she brags that actually Daniel won't be in med camp because he's an adult in college. More okay. statutory rage. Here's what I realized about this show. And this is a real true fact about Secret Life, the American Teenager. This is one of the consistent themes that has run through the entire show. Because the old people who write the show love to tell you that love has no age limit. Sometimes you're a 60-year-old man and you love a 20-year-old woman. Sometimes you're a 27-year-old uh, woman who's having sex with a 17-year-old boy. And sometimes your name is Shauna and it's and it's always good. And if you want to date someone who's significantly older than you or an adult while you're a minor, you follow, the heart wants what it wants and it's very romantic and very good when statutory rape happens. Seriously, or, this is the third instance on this show of statutory rape. It's very, rape. we love it and it's good. And, and... 
<laughs> like, Paul and Brenda, they okay. Clap well, every first time. of all, first of all, first of all, it's it's incredibly cool. Something that needs to be addressed is that Daniel at this medical thing in Zimbabwe was working with Jeff, and there's no way that Jeff didn't know that Daniel is an adult man. No, he doesn't he care just because he's this dating adult he's dating colleague of his. He's dating an older woman too. He loves he loves the concept of love having no age limits. He sees this adult man making out with his stepdaughter. And Aww, he... it just reminds me of my wife I love. God. And then uh Jack overhears Jack overhears Grace say that Daniel's an adult man and, and he's uh, like, Hey, I'm an adult man too. Why would you fuck me? <laughs> He's like, does your mom know this? And she goes, no, and don't tell her. her. (laughs) Got him. That'll work. Yeah. Uh, She says, I know you're not going to tell my mom because we're friends and friends don't rat each other out. And they go, we're not friends. And she goes, well, great. And then it's very cool, by the way, that there have been three instances of statutory rape on the show. uh, And in two of the three, the adult has been black and the the youth has been white. It's it's extremely epic, actually. Very, very cool stuff Thanks, from the Brenda. white writers of this Thanks, show. Thanks, Brenda and Paul. Um, so this is when Lauren comes in and calls uh, Jack a little weasel and uh, says that uh, Madison was crying all night after what Jack did to her. It's it, not just – she doesn't just say Madison was crying all night. Oh, she's night. out sick she, today. She got so sad that she's sick. Right. She says, Madison wanted me to tell you that she was up all night crying because of you. <laughs> um, Amy has purloined – Ashley's first lady cosplay from season one. Um, oh, and oh, wait, you're just skipping that entire oh. conversation. I actually only have the little weasel thing written down. Did I miss some? Did I miss some stuff? Was I too busy doing? Um, here, hold on. Yeah. You, you, so uh... Lauren says Madison wanted me to tell you she's up all night crying. She says yeah. uh, Madison wishes she never had sex with mm-hmm. you. I don't know why she says that because Madison mm-hmm. told him that. Uh, yeah. She says Madison wishes she never went out with you, and mm-hmm. she wishes she never met you, just for good measure. And yeah. uh, I, I also wish for all those things. And yeah. he, he gets excited. He goes, "Is she breaking up with me?" And that's when Lauren goes, uh, "You wish, uh-huh. and I can't wait for the end of season four to be Jack and Madison breaking up, and then he gets back together with Grace immediately." Yeah. No, After the entire that. season is what's going to happen. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, that's when Lauren says, "If you and ja- if you and Madison, sorry, if you want to be broken up with Madison, like mm-hmm. we both know that you do, yeah. you're going to have to do it yourself." And that's if when she you want to box her into smiles, the sun. You got to do it yourself. Um, this is what I like though about this show. Yeah, it's a good show. Is that every character is a piece of shit. Nobody <laughs> is likable. No, it's wall to wall negativity. It's not great, and it sucks to look at. Yeah, it's all the good things to love. You're right. God. Amy's wearing Ashley's cosplay and uh d- Ricky and like it, it's it's got to be the same outfit. Right? It's it the looks same outfit. exactly the same. Um it's an homage. Uh and they're just like how can we talk without scaring our son and a- Amy's like Amy's like I'm just going to move back in with my dad and and Ricky talks I had such about a hard time focusing on this conversation because well, Ricky I just deal like Ricky just like, she says like Ashley. Yeah, she she says that uh their apartment is too small and shitty and free. Um, and that sound carries too well, so they, she needs to move back in with her dad, because her dad never yells, ever. Ow. And, uh, Ricky Ow. is like, this is, this I was- is, there's, there's another thing here that is very weird, which is Amy is like, they have this dumb argument that who gives a shit, that they're, like, arguing about, like, what Ricky is Ricky does bring up his abuse again, just in case you forgot. Ricky's, and- Ricky's like, uh, like, no, this isn't raising our voices, this is fine, and Amy's, like, doing quiet, angry voice. Yeah. And then Ricky's like, John, John is can smart. tell. Like, he can He's still four tell years when you're fucking old, Amy. You. Listen, listen, <laughs> let me speak, because you you're not giving what Amy said the credit it deserves. 
Okay. Ricky says, John is smart. He can still tell when he can still tell you're angry if you talk like that. And Amy goes, he's not a dog. <laughs> so she's saying that their son is stupider than a dog. Yeah. I mean, Moose John can't like, tell emotion from tone of voice. Command, he's not so. a dog. I mean, Moose can tell when George Jurgens isn't getting water for his daughter and is reading uh, motorcycle articles instead. So You know what I just realized? I'm actually smart. Yeah. Because I was thinking about... Pooping in, a, in some grass. I was saying how stupid I was for thinking that a dog would call George on the phone, but then I remember that Moose's defining characteristic as a dog is that he can use the phone. <laughs> right. So never mind, I'm actually very smart. Yeah, anyway. there's another dog that's named, like, Goose, call George Jurgens. God. So, uh, yeah, th- this is... This is Amy's like, maybe our place is too small. I should move back home with John and we should undo that. It's episode four. Ricky and <laughs> Amy already so talking happy about for one entire fucking episode, but now it's oh Dover and Amy God. wants to get married or something. Paul Perlove is killing me. I hate Paul. Anyway, uh, they like, they like learn from their mistakes and they make up and it's like Brenda wrote it for like five seconds. Not before, not, really. not before Amy does the fucking. Ow. It's very Ricky's, funny. Ricky's like, Amy, you gotta stop threatening to go back home every time there's a problem. And then she covers her ears like John and goes, ow, ow like a fucking child. And then she's like, oh, I was funny what, joking, This actually. is what Paul wants us to think Amy is like. And then she says, oh, I need to give more credit to you, the good parent, John, who's like, like, when I'm a parent, I'm like, the baby's head goes under the water in the bathtub, right? And then Ricky's like, no, and that's what Paul thinks. No, 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 Amy's I mean, like, no, Amy, you don't drown babies. No, no, oh, no. Oh, right, 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 right. Babies breathe air, not water. Oh, fuck, I thought that was a type of fish. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is who Amy is, and this is what Amy believes. And then she says, you're a really good dad, and someday you may make a good husband to someone. This is what fucking Paul does every time, though. Every time Paul writes an episode, he makes Amy an obnoxious, overbearing asshole for the entire episode, just so it can end with her going, I'm sorry, Ricky, you're right, and you're a good dad, and I should listen to you and be subservient to you, and you're a man going your own way, and I respect that, and I'm red-pilled now. And, by the way, Amy apologizes for for quote always threatening to move back home every time there's Which a problem. Which he's always doing. You always see it. Just like like Camila's always been there. Amy's always even before living with Ricky threatened <laughs> We're to move back. We're four episodes in. You can't already start pretending that that stuff's been happening. It's been, it's been like happening a week. for all one of a day. Um. Anyway, we get a scene with Ben and Henry and Alice that basically we've already gotten before. Where Ben says he wants out of his marriage, and Alice and Henry think he shouldn't be. They Very do the cool funny unless in the hallway as always. They have a funny unless Mabim Bam moment where Alice is like yeah. unless, and then Ben says unless, and then and then uh, actually Henry, it was Henry said unless, and then Alice said oh, unless, yeah. and Henry says unless wanting to go to college is her way out, and then Ben's like I love it. Yeah, Ben's like say more things like that, and then oh, but uh, Alice has Alice has a green seer and she has prophetic visions and whatever, and she sees through Adrian's lie because she's magic and whatever. Right, and, she uh, says Adrian wants to go to cosmetology school, really, with her 4.0 GPA, and no, she wants to become a lawyer. No, only fucking idiots go to cosmetology She's school because they're failures. Only fail right. people go, yeah. Anyway, commonly known Adrian is calling Dr. Otavi, and Man. <laughs> do you want me to just say it for you? Uh, she's just like, hey, Dr. Otavi, yeah, I'm feeling a lot can better. I, can I, can I, 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 I want to, before, before we do that, because I hate it, uh, I just want to stall. Yeah. Like, do you want to get Roy on the like, line? <laughs> The second, the second she's like, hey, Dr. Tavi, man, I'm just like, there's no way that he's going to appear on camera. Why? Like, pro tip for people making TV shows, 
don't use an unsustainably expensive celebrity cameo for a role that is going to be a character who's involved with the story for a while. No, it's fine. Amy, it, like, it, ima- it, like imagine if Bunny retired and the butcher shop was like, hey, we got a new manager. And it's like, it's Jeff Mr. Goldblum. <laughs> and then just for the rest of the show, you Jeff, like, you're never behind that the- box. <laughs> right. Yeah, Jeff, you're crouching like, so low behind like, the counter. Mr. Goldblum wants us to whatever, and it's like that's that's weird. like oh he's just in the back. Okay, great. Um, okay, okay, now I've stalled long enough. Say okay. what? Oh God, I'm feeling so much better. I had a question. Is it too soon to try to get pregnant again? Hey, shout out to Roy for calling this shot a ruski. Good job, oh Roy. I God, hate you, Roy. You've done it. You've done done it again, and I and I really wish you didn't because boy, this is dark, and I really hate it. Brenda yeah, Vision, so, that's the end of the episode. And also, by the way, when the like credits roll, it's like playing sweet music for some reason. No, it, it was playing dramatic music. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought it was sweet. I guess I, no, I guess the show has sweet music. blocked Thank my God. sweet no. receptors. No, you. This, this episode just broke your brain. Sam, that implication is too dark. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Can we just do questions and not dwell on that? No. We have to dwell on it? We don't need to dwell on it. I just need to spell it out. Okay. Adrian, Adrian went through this trauma where she lost a baby. And she thinks and the only been, way to... It's been it's two been, months. Yeah. And now she wants she's, to try again. To keep her husband to get with pregnant her. again as a scheme to keep Ben. It's a good show, and I love late marriage, and I love relationships. Brenda and Vision. so does Paul. Brenda Vision. Thanks, Brenda. Well, Who if Brenda writes... is your favorite character in this episode? Uh, fuck it. God. Who is my favorite character? It's... God. God. <laughs> I but... wrote... I wrote, uh, and I quote uh, my note that I wrote immediately after the episode ended. Fucking, I don't know, Henry. Oh, that fuck cool, it. that cool, that cool resident. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Doctor Denim was cool. Um, and then my least favorite is is uh, George, Leo, Amy, Ricky, Ben, or Amy, Adrian. <laughs> uh, that mine character. is absolutely Leo, no question. Yeah. Uh, that's the episode. Yeah, let's that's fucking. Let's do questions. If you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. All right. Fuck, fuck this episode, dude. What a fucking bad episode. All right, let's see. I swear to God. I swear to God. I remember from my first time watching the show. It's season four begins. There's some residual uh, stillbirth negativity and drama that kind of lasts a little while. And then I swear to God, I know I always say this about like good Ricky is around the corner. I always say this kind of thing, but I swear to God, there's a point where it's just dumb and nothing matters after that. And I just want to get to that. And then it's smooth sailing. And now that I've said that every episode is going to be the worst episode. Every episode is written by Paul. Um, Okay. Here's a question from anonymous. He says, how long do you think it'll be until the circle jerk wears you down enough that you're doing an entire episode in Ben voice? Sounds like a good idea. It already sounds like a good idea to me, but I'm pretty stupid. That is a great idea. I would never do that. I'll, I, I might do it. Here's one from Anonymous that says, which characters Touché. would you... I gotta get in the game. I gotta get in I the can't, game. D- I can't do Ben voice anymore. I lost it months ago. Which characters would you most and least want to be your dungeon master for a game of D&D with you and your pals? Now, here's my thought. I think Alice would be a pretty good DM. I agree with you. I don't really know why. I just It just seems right. She she's a, She's got this weird sort of sense of humor there'd be a lot of I statistics in this in this D campaign she's good with numbers yeah famously least and she uh, has magic powers which she could draw on for the story who's the least oh uh for anyone who doesn't listen to the circle jerk patreon.com slash jerk in it not don't just go to patreon one dollar uh, 
for anyone who doesn't listen to the circle jerk, we have become increasingly certain that Alice has magic powers. Yeah, there's we were lots already of pretty sure, evidence. but now it's de- she it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Magic there's like a scene where Alice like makes a sassy remark, and the wind like kicks her hair up like she's conjuring, revealing her one giant amulet earring. It's incredible. Absolutely, um, anyway, she has powers. Least favorite, like who, like Grace? I get, like who's the most flaky and fickle person who would like have one session, do a terrible job at it, and never do it again? Uh, all of my friends who have ever tried to DM a campaign. Oh, it'd be it'd be. It'd be either Adrian or Grace because you'd have one session with them and then you'd come back and they'd be an entirely different DM. <laughs> um, I, I gotta agree with that. Here's one from Anthony Hobson who uh, says, Friend of the show Chai here to Jesus Splain again. Grace goes on a medical mission and Sam and Jordan are unclear about whether or not that is a church thing. In this case, it's likely that Grace went on a mission trip, uh, parentheses, religious do something somewhere work in a pre-med context. Sometimes you'll see, say, a church sponsor a bunch of medical students to go out, give out mosquito nets or basic shots in the only country in Africa, which this week I, is Nigeria, I think. It was Zimbabwe. And we know for a fact that all that Grace did was hold babies. So I don't know. I don't know about that one, Chai. Uh, I think Chai's right because that makes more sense. Than that does make sense. But but they were sending the a bunch of pre-med students to go hold babies. <laughs> yes, correct. Here's one from Anonymous. It says, and this is our last question, it says, do any of the teenagers on the show actually have what could seriously be called a secret life at this point? Once upon a time, I thought that phrase referred to their sex lives, but the time when that was even remotely covert has long passed. I think we've discussed this. It means nothing by this point. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... It's really more about Leo's secret life of wanting to date Camille. I mean, the closest thing there is to a The secret life of the American life. dad. The closest thing there is to a secret life of a teenager on the show is Lauren, Lauren, because we don't fucking know know anything about her life. Her dad could have moved, Morgan could have moved back in with, or sorry, Dave could have moved back in with her and we wouldn't have known it. Right. That's all for questions. She is hardly a character. Uh, That's all for for questions questions. today. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's finish this out. Twitter.com slash jurgonit jurganit.tumblr.com twitter.com slash posistress is me twitter.com slash bradipusrex is jordan we have a discord that you can get the link on any of our episode posts we have a patreon patreon.com slash jurganit one dollar will get you access to any of our bonus content our readings of the secret diary of ashley jurgens our fan fiction readings and for the foreseeable future uh, we also have episode commentaries for the foreseeable future we will be doing the Circle Jerg, in which we watch and discuss the Just Say Me episode, where everyone's cranking it once a week for Ever. until the patrons forever that we can stop. Uh, we are five weeks in. It's getting rough. A lot of magic. It's getting kind of mystical, and I think we're about to run out of things to talk about, so it will now be the, the Circle Bake, and it'll be all about uh, the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Why not? Might as well at this point. <laughs> Uh, $5 gets you a pretty special role in our Discord and a shout-out in the podcast. $10 gets you a very special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it, uh, just like uh, Val is. Thanks, Val. Thanks, Val. Uh, and also a shout-out in the podcast, and you can make us say anything you want in Ben Voice ASMR optional. Um, Even though we don't apparently know how to do... I feel like, hold I on, hold on. Fucking... Let, me, let me see, let me see. I, Amy Jurgens, uh, you're me... the most frustrating, beautiful woman I ever met. I think met. you're, you're better at it than I am. I okay. lost it. I don't think you did, but, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read these shoutouts in Ben voice. Okay. As can best you, can, I can. Do a, do a so... Ben, do a Ben line just to, just to really get it back Okay, in okay, okay, okay. Um, you're my whore, Amy. How was that? 
That's pretty good. Try to try to yeah, get get a little throatier with it, I think, and then you're good. Okay. Amy Jurgens, you're the most beautiful, most frustrating woman in the world. Yeah, that that's good enough. Okay. Thank you to our five and ten dollar subscribers. Stephanie B, Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cabe. I'm losing it already. Stephanie Ruff, the smoking dad. Fuck, it's so bad, dude. Can you send me the list? Hold on, I'll do it for you. No, 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 no. This is this is an important exercise. Okay. It's so hot in here, Sam. Please. I know, we're almost done. It's hot in here, too. It's Melanie like 87 Bevan. degrees here, and I have no AC. PR the disaster. And Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you. You'll get it and... one day, champ. Uh, what else? Uh, you can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com where they are hosted on our podcast network, noisespace.xyz, where you can listen to such wonderful podcasts as Stuck Henry in the Middle Kiss- with, with You. Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. The Island Shuffle. City Girls Make Do. That's all That's of enough. them. Wonder Yerks. The Wonder Yerks. Fear Baiting. There they are, Tooting Fork and the Stick, all of the others, and the That's rest. Enough. Uh, thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Hey, folks, April 15th, get off, your Paul. taxes done. Yeah, don't forget to do your taxes, um, please. And then use your tax return to subscribe to patreon.com. Just $1, come on, Circle Jerk. Thanks, Brenda. It's funny, it's good, I like it. I do too. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision! American Teenager Inc. Well, he doesn't have an ear infection. How do you know? You don't even look like a doctor, maybe you're not a doctor. I am a resident, uh, which means that I am a doctor. Mr. Underwood... Would you do me a favor and drop me a beat? What? I'm not going to drop you a beat. Please, it's the only way I'm going to get through to your wife. She's not my... (sighs) Fine. Just cause I'm wearing denim scrubs, don't let the outfit fool you. Went to UCLA Medical, and now I'm gonna school you. I may not be a doctor yet, but I am still a resident, which means I have authority of medicine. I'm precedent. Your little boy John doesn't have an ear infection. Can't you tell him being serious from hearing my inflection? He's got a little fever of just 99 degrees, but you brought him to the ER, which is for emergencies. I can tell you why your son says Alan covers up his ears. It's cause you and Ricky's constant yelling is what he always hears. So now you know the truth, I'm gonna give you your two choices. Number one is you can be mature and Stop raising your voices. Or number two, ignore me as a medical professional. Keep stressing out your son and you could take it to confessional. I hope you take to heart the things I've told you with my rhyme. Because it's not okay for you to go and waste a doctor's time. That's all I have to say, so now if you two wouldn't mind, I got a lot of other patients and you're really testing mine.